0: I'm Josh Barrow.
1: And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard past. I don't know when this is going to end, and I don't know why it keeps happening, but the market reacted stupidly to something Trump did again. Wow,
0: this is not a story that's going to happen over and over again for the next four years. I'm
1: so exhausted. So here's what happened. SoftBank, which is the company that owns Sprint, it's a Japanese company, apparently their CEO had a meeting with Trump at Trump Tower, and afterward... Trump said he struck a great deal with this CEO, tremendous deal, and SoftBank is going to invest $50 billion in the United States and bring over 50,000 jobs. Well,
0: that's, he's making America great again that's, with Japanese money. Exactly. It's so funny, actually, that he's trumpeting this, because if you look back at Donald Trump's uh, writing and public comments in the late 1980s, when he was sort of first getting involved in, in American politics, you can take a speech that Trump gives today and cross out every instance of the word China and write in the word Japan about how the Japanese, are taking our jobs and they're out competing us and they're being unfair. Um, And particularly in the 80s, people worried that the Japanese were going to buy up everything in the United States. They bought Rockefeller Center and people got all upset about this. So now Trump is here bragging that he's getting the Japanese to make a $50 billion investment into the United States, which, by the way, they had already announced a $100 billion fund uh, that they were going to use to do global investments. So it's not terribly right. surprising that a lot of that money would end up in the United States.
1: What happened was that not only was this deal announced, but it immediately, immediately Charged up SoftBank stock, and it just went through the roof.
0: Well, and I think the more interesting story for American investors is that it charged up stock in both Sprint and T-Mobile. Now, right. So- SoftBank owns 83% of Sprint. Um, Sprint, which is the number three cellular carrier in the, in the United States, might want to merge with T-Mobile which is the number four cellular carrier in the United States, if they tried to do a merger like that, it would need approval from the federal government, which will soon be run by Donald Trump, um, which has looked unfavorably on some telecom mergers like this in the past because it creates too much market power for the operators.
1: And it seems like Trump really hates telecoms and media and all the that entire, entire sector anyway. He keeps flipping out about those mergers. So
0: when this happens and they come out with this Print out of a PowerPoint slide, oh, which has almost no information on it except that they're going to invest $50 billion, and, you have the, and then the Trump people are bragging about this. And then there's this huge spike in Sprint's stock price, and then it comes almost all the way back down. Now, Sprint closed up 1.5% for the day when this deal was announced, this so-called deal. I'm making air quotes that you can't see because this is a podcast.
1: There's no, I mean, yeah. Trump isn't president yet. There may be no deal, guys. And that's the point, really, here, because we're seeing stocks pop- on Trump tweets. This is insanity. Well,
0: but the thing is they pop and then they come right back. This also happened with Boeing. You may recall uh, the CEO of Boeing had said something in the press about how he was concerned about Trump's approach to trade because Boeing sells a lot of airplanes to China. Um, And so Trump tweeted that we're going to overpay for the new Air Force One and it's going to be $4 billion and we should cancel the contract.
1: That was not true. Actually, the GAO estimates that the Planes, the Air Force One planes, will cost $3.2 billion. But of course, they come with like a nuclear landing pad or something, you know? Can't you just do whatever? I mean, can't they go to space?
0: And there's two of them. There's like, two. There, there's a whole backup.
1: I really do appreciate, though, that Trump wants to, you know, cut a little bit of the fat on the plane that's supposed to save him and his family from a nuclear wind tar.
0: Well, the planes won't be delivered until 2024.
1: Oh, yeah, then he doesn't give a shit. Uh,
0: this is a digression. The important thing for our listeners is Boeing stock opened about 1% Lower because of this. But then by the middle of the day, it had recovered everything. And Sprint stock soared on what looked like positive Trump news and then gave up almost all of those gains. So I guess the question is is there going to be this pattern of market overreaction to public statements from Donald Trump and then the markets realizing, like an hour later, oh, he just talks a lot? That might mean something, but it probably doesn't mean as much as we thought. I assume eventually market participants will learn to discount his words than you normally would with the president.
1: The market hasn't really thought through what Trump is. They seem to think that he's the kind of person that you can negotiate with. They think he's the person who says, you, if you do what he says, then he'll make good on his word. Like, if you give a dog a treat and tell it to sit, it will then sit. The next time you give it the treat, it will also sit. Trump is not a lap dog. He is a rabid dog. If you give him a treat, he could sit. But next time, if you give him a treat, he might bite your hand off. It doesn't matter, really. And maybe SoftBank made a really nice deal with Donald Trump, but maybe the government of Japan might do something to piss him off, and Trump will say, screw you, SoftBank, you're a Japanese company. What I think is really interesting to point out, though, too, and I think you were trying to get at this earlier, is that T-Mobile is a $45 billion company. And we were discussing this in the car over here. A $50 billion investment might just be the price of T-Mobile.
0: Right. And so if SoftBank came in and what they did with the $50 billion was an all-cash takeover of T-Mobile... That wouldn't be really net investment in the United States. It would just be money from SoftBank shareholders going to existing shareholders of T-Mobile. So we have to wait and see what the, what the investment actually constitutes. They may not even try to take over T-Mobile. They might do all sorts of new construction or whatever. But it's we don't know yet that $50 billion of investment from SoftBank really translates materially in, into new investment, new capital, new jobs in the United States.
1: And I think, again, this is, this is something that um, the business community hasn't really considered. Can you even negotiate it with a guy like Donald Trump? Will he have pet corporations? Is there anything you can actually do to curry favor with this guy?
0: Well, or the other thing is, how much do you actually need him to like you? It was interesting, the, the market reaction to the Boeing tweet, initially negative, and then Boeing recovered all the losses that it had within a few hours in the day. Maybe he's just going to try to create this public image that he's holding corporations accountable, and it will be a lot of tweets But if it doesn't have policy backing behind it, then that might not actually matter to shareholders in the end. And a lot of the things that he would have to do to substantively harm these companies would have broader economic effects that would be negative. So yes, he could start a trade war with China and that would be bad for Boeing, but it would also probably be bad for U.S. employment and output. So does Donald Trump really want to punish Boeing in such an expensive way? Um, It might be that his bark is worse than his bite.
1: So you should be long Trump's incompetence more than anything else.
0: Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader.